Welcome back, folks. Another episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com. I'm your host, Jeremy Brand, and we've got a doozy of an episode for you. It's very leg kick heavy. Uh, the show features an interview with Chris Gutierrez. Uh, it gets deep right off the hop, so uh, get your tissues ready. No, I'm just joking, but sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview with Chris Gutierrez right after this message from our sponsors. <laughs> Support for Sucker Radio comes from the official electric razor of UFC Manscaped. I myself have used Manscaped. I had the Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. They now have the 3.0. And it is the best in men's below the belt grooming top notch ball trimmer called the Lawnmower 3.0. Will keep you clean without nicks and cuts. I know you've all used that same razor that you've used for your head and your face on your balls, man, or your butt. But don't get manscaped. It's the best. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes with their new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes you step up your grooming game. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SUCKA at manscaped.com. Give the perfect gift for your balls and, of course, your sparring partners. Joining the show now is a man who picked up a giant victory this past weekend via leg kicks. It doesn't happen too often. Please welcome El Guapo, Chris Gutierrez, to the show. Chris, thanks for joining me today, man. Thank you for having me. Three-fight win streak, my friend. Uh, pretty big deal in the UFC. That doesn't happen too often these days, especially with your most recent victory via leg kicks. Uh, just talk about the performance itself and, and if it went the way you wanted it to. Uh, yeah, you know, um, especially coming off the injury that I had from the ACL, um, I had a lot of downtime to, like, uh, focus on a lot of things about me and, you know, and try to fix a lot of things in my personal life to make my, uh, you know, to make my life inside the cage a lot smoother. And I think you saw the the fruits of the labor on that aspect of it. Without digging too deep, I guess, what do you mean by that? I noticed you said that in your post-fight interview uh, as well. You said, uh, you know, there were a lot of personal things going on. I mean, without me digging, uh, if, if you want to talk about it at all, what what exactly did you clear up that, that got your headspace much better now? You know, I just, I cleaned up a lot of things in my, I mean, for example, like, obviously, you know, it's no secret. I'm still going through, like, a, a nasty custody battle with my son. And, uh, you know, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to be a part of his life. And it's like, I'm just not able to. They're not, they're not letting me be a part of my son's life. And that, it just kills me. It just tears me up inside. And, uh, you know, I, I try to live a life of, of you know, to not have any hate or nothing. And, and I don't, I, I live a simple life. I don't hang around bad people. I just try to focus on me to be a better person. And, uh, you know, I just try to live life one day at a time. And, and basically I, I just try to live a life where, where I could say, okay, is this good for, if I do this, would this allow me to be a better person, not only for me, but for my son, you know? And, you know what I mean? As far as that kind of aspect, and for I sure. just try to I try to grow as a man 
first and foremost because if I better myself, I can be a better man for for my family, for my son. I can be a better person in, in my relationship. I can be a better teammate, a better student. It just it has like a you know it's a, it's a waterfall effect, and I just try to I just try to be the best I can every day. How old is your son? Uh, he turned three uh, yesterday. Oh wow! Well, happy happy birthday to him. Uh, how how tough was that weighing on you then in, in your head? Obviously, you know you're going and you're training and you're doing all this stuff, but that's got you said it, it had to weigh mentally. What what got you past that point of uh, being able to push forward? You know, um, at times it weighs really heavy, but um, I've learned to uh, accept it for what it is right now. Um, I know in the end, if I fail. Um, if I fail, I, it almost seems like it pushes me further away from him. The more I win, the more I, the more success I have in the cage, um, and the more success I can have in my personal life, I feel like it basically, um, I don't know, somehow like the universe, I feel like it will come together and, and align perfectly and it'll give me a step closer to my son. And that's, that's how I feel. And, and honestly, that's all that matters honestly, the way that I, I look at it and, and I feel about it. Of course. Uh, did you do any mental training? Like, do you, do you have a mental coach on that side of things? I've heard a lot of guys actually you have used that. Uh, it came to, it came about a lot with uh, guys like George St. Pierre back in the day. He, he did mental training and stuff like that. Have you ever thought of doing that? No, I don't. No, I've never used a mental coach. I just, I mean, I'm the only one that knows what triggers me, right? And so... I just find ways around it and go, okay, I don't want to put a Band-Aid over something because at the end of the day, if you, just, if you just mask the pain, the pain is still there. For sure. So I, I, try, to, I try to get to the root of it. And my situation, my circumstances, I need to have success have a, a better life overall. And, um, you know, I obviously I'm still going through the stuff that I'm going through. Um, I'm never going to let a, uh, a circumstance uh, define my life. And um, I, I've come a long way from where I was. And, yeah, I'll never let a situation or circumstance define who I am as a person. And that was, I feel, that was the big, my biggest. Uh, when in reality, that was never that person. But I, I allowed them to have that power over me. Makes sense. I, thank you for opening up, man. I, I appreciate it. Now, let's move away from that. Let's talk the fight itself. Vince Morales, you went in there, and right off the hop, the leg kicks were connecting. Uh, at one point, you dropped him. You dropped down to the ground. You started landing some ground and pound. I think I think it was like earlier in the fight, uh, but it looked like you wanted to get back up. Was the goal to actually finish him with leg kicks? You know... No, the game plan was just going to outwork him in every aspect of the game. If he's not going to defend it, he's going to expect punches. So I'll just chop him, you know, I'll just chop the tree from the bottom half. Yeah, and and when he switched up to, to the opposite stance, you ended up beating up that other leg to it. I, I'm What I liked was, I, I don't know if you saw it, but he posted on social media a picture of uh, Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump, and he's like, this is how my legs feel today. Did you see that? No. no uh, my friend uh, my friend told me, like, hey, like, he posted a, you know, like, 
he's just saying your your opponent posted a funny t- Twitter post, and uh, I did go look at it. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, it was it was very humor, and it it, it made me laugh. Um, you know, I I did reach out to him. You know, I reached out to him uh, after the fight, and I, you know, I, I I told him I hope I pray for a speedy recovery, and I, you know, just that's that's what I do as a person. Um, that's just the type of man that I am. I just I don't wish uh, bad on my opponent or or um, you know for him to be in, in pain or you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Did did he respond to you? Yeah, he did. He did. He he was in good spirits. Of course, you know when you lose a fight, you're kind of bummed. But I I think you know I would hope that you know me reaching out was uh, you know a little bit of you know. Um, some form of satisfactory that, that he can get satisfaction that he could get um whether he took it or not you know that's that's on him i i just you know wanted to do my part as a as a as a you know as a human and just reach out and you know because i do i don't i don't want anything bad to happen to my opponent for sure now uh leading up to this fight wh- what was training like because obviously with you know covid and the coronavirus and stuff like that training has been tough for guys uh ha- were you able to get into the gym and and have a full training camp or was it different than normal actually man i was on the couch the whole time no way no I'm, I'm, no, no, no i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> no no we uh me and brandon actually the uh, brandon royville fought um he was getting ready for contender series and I was aiming to get on, you know, the end of June, like June 20th or the 27th. So we were already training for, you know, as much as we could throughout the week. And we were getting good amount of reps in. Of course, man, especially right now, it's never going to be the same as when you were in your gym training full time under your coaches, under the, the right supervision. But, you know, as, you have to overdapt and overcome, and that's what we did. And we just found certain spots to train, and we made it an everyday thing. It's going to be interesting to ever get back to that. I, I mean, obviously, we all hope it does, but it, it's it's going to be a long time from now. So I guess you got to just pick and choose who you're going to train with and, and get in day in and day out. Are you, are you back to training right now? Um, actually, I... Uh, after the fight, we get a we get a week off to uh, for like down you know a down week to yep. like nurse any injuries or I'm actually um, you know about to go visit family and so you know I'm taking the week to go you know visit family and stuff like that. But next week, man, I'm I'm back on it. Nice. Now post fight, you you called out Andre Ull and and or Miles Johns. Uh, obviously, these were two names that stuck out in your head. Did you have that pre-fight thinking that you wanted these guys, or, or why are those the two guys that stuck out in your head? Um, Miles Johns. Um, uh, Miles Johns is somebody that uh, that you know we went up, we kind of came up on the local scene together because I'm from you know I was I'm from Texas and he's from Texas and we were always like you know two dogs staring at each other from across the yard and we actually never got to like dance so. Um, you know, there was a little bit of some heated talk, you know, some, some Facebook shit that we used to like get into it. And like I said, we never got to really like dance. And so I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to, da- I need a partner to dance. Right. And so that's that. Um, but for Andre Yule, um, you know, he fought one of my teammates, uh, Jonathan Martinez and that win was very, uh, 
sketchy. You know, it was very yeah. uh, suspect on, on that end. Uh, Jonathan won the fight just hands down. They gave it to Andre. So I would be lying if I said I didn't want to get that win back for my team and teammate. Um, but I just think, man, those those fights are just fun for the fans. Uh, yeah, I just think the, the fans are the ones that win in that fight. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're good. They're good opponents. They're not no slouches. They, uh, they have credible wins. And, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know. I want both of them on my resume. <laughs> I know you said you're taking a week off here and then getting back to training. When when would you like to get back in the octagon? Uh, hopefully, like in like two months. Nice. You know, like yeah, yeah, like two months. Now you know your your octagon debut wasn't the best. Uh, it obviously ended. You you picked up a loss in that fight, but then you went on. You've won three in a row. Two decisions uh, leading up to this most recent performance was, you know, you said the game plan was to go in there and, and beat him at every aspect of the game. But did you really want to get in there and get the finish to show the UFC and, and, and the fellows around you that you could get the job done within the distance? Of, of course. I mean, anytime. listen, I've been on the wrong end of the, of the scorecards, and, and that sucks, you know. Like, like I said, my friend Jonathan was on the wrong end of the scorecards. And he was completely dominating. When you leave something, I hate leaving it to someone else to make a decision for, for sure. me. Um, so anytime that I have a chance to solidify it without having the input of, you know, three idiots that don't know nothing about fighting, <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I don't want that. I, I want to solidify it myself. I don't want to bring three people's opinions that don't matter, that don't know nothing about fighting. And of course, when you anytime you get a stoppage in the UFC, it puts you on notice. It puts the division on notice, and it, it just shows. Like, look, I, I am amongst one of the best of the best. You know, this night I got a stoppage on this opponent. Like, I'm, like I'm here to stay. You know. Definitely, I have to ask. Then, did, are you a guy that watches uh, fights regularly? Like, did did you watch the UFCs the the week that they had the three events and and see how terrible the judging was leading up to your fight? Oh, of course. I mean, I, I watch I watch the fights religiously. You know, I I, stu I study. Uh, you know, I mainly try to focus on myself. I don't really try to adapt. Um, I don't try to. I don't train for an opponent. I I I just train my craft. And I try to perfect my craft and. And I know that on when, whenever I don't, whenever I just uh, let things flow in a fight, I'm the most dangerous fighter in the world, and 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 that's just the the bottom bottom line, you know. And so the more I can perfect my craft, people have to fight me. I don't have to fight them. When when I make them fight my fight, that's when it becomes a a sketchy fight for them, you know. For sure. Was that what happened in your in your UFC debut then, or, or was it jitters, or, or did you just change up your your fighting style because you were in the UFC? No, 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 no. I mean, yes, the UFC obviously, right? I took that fight on like what fifteen days yeah, notice or yeah. thirteen days notice. It was it was a quick, you know. And then fighting, you know, uh, the number fifteen ranked guy. I don't know if he's ranked number fifteen or I don't know if the time or something like that. The guy was on like a twelve fight win streak or something like that, and a really credible opponent. And honestly, it wasn't even that because uh, I was beating him on the feet. I just, uh, in all honesty, man, I, I, I beat myself in the head. I, that two weeks before that, I, I, that's when I was told I wasn't going to be able to get to see my son for, you know, a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. And so that, that played a factor. Uh, and uh, honestly, I just, 
I just was defeated before the fight even started. And, uh, you know, that's just the honest truth. Fair enough. Now, I know I, I've heard through multiple sources that you would love to be, um, you know, the face of MMA in Latin America. You're proud of your Colombian and Guatemalan roots. This is the guy that you want to be. Now, there's many guys that have that have come from Guatemalan roots and, and Colombian roots. W- what makes you this guy? Well, actually, I'm the I'm the only Guatemalan fighter. I'm the first Guatemalan fighter to step foot in the octagon. So that to make history in that aspect, man, that's that's a you know it's uh, man, I can't even put it into words. It's a, it's an amazing feeling. Um, why I just um I don't know I I just feel like I um, how do you say it? I, I want to be able to be a, a face for people, a voice for. Especially for a lot of kids coming up in like third world countries, and, and a lot of um, a lot of times you think you don't have an opportunity, or because you come from a, a, a poor place that you just won't have. Uh, you know, I just want to be that face that shows that you can. You know, you can come from a rough upbringing, a, a, a you know a bad place, and and turn your life around and make something of yourself. I hear you, man. That that's inspiring for sure. I mean, I bet you can't wait to get back and and visit those people once uh, the travel bans are off and stuff like that. Almost definitely. Chris, man, I, I really appreciate your time, buddy. I, I can't wait to see you step back in the octagon. Hopefully, in a couple months' time, as you said. Uh, anything you want to let fans know? You know, social media, any sponsors you want to shout out. The floor is yours, man. Yeah, I want to thank my team, Factory X. Uh, my coaches, uh, my management team, uh, Iridium Sports Agency, um, my sponsors, uh, I saw right, uh, virus, ball wash. Um, yeah. And on social media, on Instagram, you can find me at El Guapo MMA. Twitter is C Gutierrez MMA. And on Facebook is Chris El Guapo Gutierrez. And, uh, man, I appreciate you uh, having me on your show. Definitely, man. Thank you so much. And congratulations on that performance, my friend. Thank you, man. Thank you. That was Chris Gutierrez picked up a giant TKO victory at UFC on ESPN 9. Uh, man, inspirational stuff from that guy. Uh, you know, it, it sucks. It's terrible to hear that he is having this uh, custody battle. Uh, but it's great to hear that he's been able to get his head in the proper space and be able to move on from that. And and we've seen that three-fight victory or three-fight winning streak now. And... Uh, He's moving forward, so I really uh, am glad that we got to have him on and to hear his story. All right, that does it for me. Another episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all the rest of it. The marketing handle on Twitter is at MMASucker. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jeremy Brand. 604. Follow us on Instagram at MMA underscore Saka or myself on Instagram at Jeremy underscore 604. Uh, you can check out our sponsors, Manscaped. Make sure you check them out at manscaped.com and use coupon code Saka for 10% off of your entire. Actually, guess what? I'm wrong. Make sure you check out our sponsor, Manscaped. Use the discount code SUCKA uh, over at manscaped.com and you get 20% off plus free shipping. 
So thank you to those guys over at Manscaped. Uh, and thank you to you guys for listening. That does it for this episode of Sucker Radio. I'm out. <laughs>